cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to Wedding Central with myself, Carly de Villiers. And myself, Antoine Tafo. And today we're talking um, unusual venues and city venues. And we've got in studio today, we've got Annie from Turbine Hall. Hello. One of my, one of my favorite venues to work at in the, in the city. You've also worked at Turbine Hall. Yes, I have. I have. Um, and you wanted to tell us a little bit about Turbine Hall. Okay. Well, Turbine Hall is, or very city center is in Newtown, which is the arts and cultural district, as we like to be known. Um, Turbine Hall was one of Joburg's first power stations Mm. and is now a heritage building. So a lot of the original features are still there, which makes it, Something very, very special. Right. Um, the, the venue is pretty industrial chic, so you can do whatever you like. It's right. a, it's a blank canvas for that. And it can be very romantic space mm. because of the contrast, especially for weddings. Right, right, right. And Simon, we've got Simon from Level 3 Premier Venue. Welcome, Simon. How are you doing? Good, good. Oh, good, good, good. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about the venue. How long has it been around? We've been, we're about to go through our second birthday or anniversary at the moment. Really? So we opened up and launched in October of 2014. Oh, wow. Awesome. Okay. Two, two years now. Okay. And uh, we're situated in Cromerville, which is sort of just east of Santon Central. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. also in a sort of design trendy little hub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Because there's a lot of little venues popping up in that, in that area. I mean, you've got is Katie's it's Palace. Like there's a couple. There's, there's got, Katie's Palace. I think there's the sheds there. There's a Urban couple tree, of different urban, urban tree. tree. Right, right. Yeah, so it seems to be a little bit of a hub for new up and coming yeah. venues. Okay. Well, it's, I mean, I'm working there this weekend and it's, it's, we're very excited about it because, uh, the, cl- the client, uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it lends itself to a client who's maybe got a church and they don't necessarily have, they don't want to have the ceremony on site. Um, have you ever had weddings where the, where the ceremony is on site? Yeah. Some of the non-traditional weddings that we have had have yeah. had the ceremonies on site yeah. and then moved straight into the sort of reception afterwards, yeah. which is very, very cool as yeah. well, depending obviously on the clients. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kind of a client, what kind of a clients do your venues attract? Uh, well, they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, I think. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I think what, what both of our venues kind of lend themselves to is, is the, the unique sort of wedding venue, you know. Right. It's not your, um, for lack of a better word, your garden variety, right. um, you know, wedding venue. So, you know, both spaces kind of allow themselves to, or the client rather, to come in and do whatever they like and obviously mm. put their dreams into fruition. Okay. Um, when you say kind of do whatever they like, what particularly, and I know usually like the garden aspect is not the focus, obviously at your, you know, at Turbine, at, at Turbine Hall as well as, um, level three, the garden is not the focus and water features and that kind of thing. But what particularly is different in terms of structure? When you say to me, I can do whatever I want there, what does that mean? Am I walking into like a warehouse kind of thing? What, and maybe you can start with Turbine Hall. What is particularly different about Turbine? Hall versus going to you know wedding <laughs> wedding central, which is the oldest <laughs> <Mulder's> side. <laughs> yeah, well, if you go to wedding central, the, the <laughs> odds are that one of your besties has already got married there, yeah. right? So you're likely to find that your guests know everything about it and start comparing. So, right, oh, no, Lebo had this and Sarah yes. had that. Yeah. So, what we find is we don't do an awful lot of weddings when mm. we do. Our staff are excited as well. So we all get involved in trying to create what the bride has in mind. Mm. It isn't a venue that has 
a particular color scheme or wild right. hotel carpets or anything like yeah. that. Wild, so, I like that yeah. description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those nice green and red ones. <laughs> right. And your bright one's pink. And you're like, yeah. oh God, how am I going to incorporate that? How are we going to do this with the paisley carpet? Yes. Right, right. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a blank canvas. Mm. And I think that because it's, it's natural concrete walls, mm. really high exposed ceilings, mm. it means that the, vision that the bride has is the focus of the room. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you can focus more on the details. And Simon, what's particularly different? Like I know, like you're saying, Turbine Hall has those beautiful exposed <coughs> ceilings, mm. super, super high ceilings as well, and the concrete walls. Tell us um, what's particularly unique about Level 3. You know what, when we were looking for a venue to obviously, you know, bring up for our events and obviously weddings going forward as well, we were looking for something different, to, mm. you know, not the wedding bend that you find out in right. the mm. It's right. not the mountains in front shook, et cetera, et cetera. But mm. what we do have is again the high ceilings, the blank canvas for people to come and do kind of whatever theme or, mm. you know, whatever they're looking for to do there. Um, and the sunsets. And the sunsets. Oh, you my. Know, what's, what's particularly <laughs> great about our venue obviously is the, Almost 180 degree views that yeah. you have of the Santon skyline yeah. as well as the Joburg skyline. So, mm, you know, stunning. towards the evening and sundown times yeah. of the day, it gets beautiful up there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it's harder to sell? And I don't know if any of um, either of you have history in like traditional wedding venues, but do you find that it's harder to sell the concept of Turbine mm. Hall and Level Three to your clients versus if as a, they're as if, a couple? Yeah, not, as, not, I'm sure <laughs> the I think I'm sure, like you said, the corporates love it. Absolutely. Yeah. But brides, they, they, the couples because they have a particular picture. It. Yeah, they yeah. they can't see. Yeah. See, I I think basically, obviously, from you know traditionally, people like to go for that entire sort of garden environment. Mm. And what it does is it takes, I think, a braver couple. Yeah. Um, braver. For lack yeah. of a better word, obviously. Or a creative couple. Creative couple, mm. right. To foresee something that's going to be sort of more urban, industrial, or yeah. right. industrial, um, which a lot of couples are actually taking the leap of faith with us, and I'm sure with Turban Hall as well, yeah. and going that way. It's, you know, similar to the wedding we've got on mm. this weekend. It's mm. Oh, they're, they're so excited. And they, uh, it's the uh, the view and the sunset. Everything is planned around this damn sunset. Right. They better not be in the shower. Oh, my God. Please, please God, don't let it rain. Yeah. I've got the hookup. Don't worry. I'll place the order. What would you say is like a, a disadvantage of either of your venues? Or maybe something that you don't want to tell us your disadvantage. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but perhaps maybe something that your clients always bring up and say, "Oh, but there's not this," this or whatever the case is. What do you find is a common concern, perhaps, from your clients? I think we could um, double all of our venues in size, and we'd be well in. Yeah, because very often people will come. We can seat three fifty for for a sit down banquet, right? You know, a lot of traditional weddings, they'll say, well, we've got 600. Or right. We're right. expecting 450. Yeah. We struggle to get that. So, I mean, yeah, I've got a client yeah. that wants 400 guests and we're struggling to find yeah. an available venue yeah. for 400 guests. Yeah, people are forced to then mm. do marquees mm. and that kind of thing because Correct. it just isn't yeah. capacity. Yeah, really. I, sp- I suppose the biggest problem with that is for a venue as well is that when you don't have the, you know, the big numbers of weddings is that what do you do with the size of the space? This when is you, the issue. You know, okay. to try and creatively make it more personal and intimate. Yeah, and intimate. Yeah, yeah because it can easily get lost. Like your place. For 400, for 100 guests can can easily get lost. Yeah. Um, but in terms of um, Turbine Hall particularly, do you find, like I found a lot of clients are um, concerned about perhaps safety around the area because town has such almost like a bad rep. Yeah, they, it, it does have like a bad rep. Do you find um, that safety is, is a concern? And how, do you, how, how would you say to your clients that that isn't really a major issue? I would say that probably three to four years ago, 
it was a concern mm-hmm. for everybody who stepped over the threshold. Yeah. What right. do we do? Where do we park? Right. How do yeah. we walk? How do we, <laughs> where should we go? Which is the best route? You know, all that kind of thing. But right. now it's, it's much less so yeah. because of the likes of Newtown Junction, right, the yeah. big mall that's that been mall, built there. Yeah. There's other venues in and around Newtown. And not for the least is that yeah. we've, we host the annual turbine art fair. And right. We have 8,000 people through the, through the building I on a weekend. I love, so, I love the I mean, I've once thing. had a wedding where, um, obviously as female, as a female run business, we don't really like to do the night down, nighttime breakdown because yeah. it's a safety thing. Yes. Um, but we've done it before at Turban, um, because we had another wedding the next day. Yeah. Um, and it, we had to turn the, turn, turn our staff around and everything. And I, I must be honest, I was, I, I was, I stood there in the car park and I thought, Oh my God, here I am in the middle of Joburg CBD and I actually feel Very so safe. safe. Yeah. It was, it was phenomenal to actually experience yeah. that i'm here i'm like oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> and, and, really and, and that's yeah and it's actually you know i had a client who got married at turbine last year december it was actually on the day that they were striking on the nelson mandela bridge um, um but even with the strike action and everything all of my guests got there without any issues nobody yeah. got hurt or anything like that but also there's there's a particular vibe about mm. urban yeah, yeah. You, you know being in the city being in an urban environment there's mm. a particular vibe i find even the guests that attend those particular we- weddings are more funky more fun like yeah. really down for a particular groove it is a certain type yeah. of people that can really enjoy urban venues versus the you know you know wedding central and and do you find um that clients getting married at your venue tend to spend a lot more on the bar you want them to spend more you know I I think so you know we certainly found that um, people who are looking to you know spend in the areas that Mm. are sort of more relevant to the actual wedding and providing the enjoyment for their guests on the night you know it comes down to the music the bar yeah um, it must be a big challenge for the both venues to when most of your business is coming from corporates to actually now have to get in to the head of a couple mm. because corporates are, have they've got have people like you. I know, <laughs> I know. I know. But you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing that we experience is because, um, you know, the corporates have their, their budgets and that's it, mm. you know, whereas a bride and a groom, it's coming out of their individual pockets. So, you know, they are watching every penny and that must be quite a challenge for you as venues to try and understand that, especially when you're dedicated generally to a corporate environment. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, it's obviously up to the venues and people like yourself as yeah. well to obviously take people's dreams and what they're looking for on that yeah. special day and obviously try and, you know, package it into a budget yeah. that's, mm. that but, helps but everybody. It must in. be very tra- – I mean, I if I had to go into corporates, oh, I think we would be a lot richer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'd be less stressed at all. But <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely like constantly. You definitely wouldn't be less stressed. Uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Stress is the same. Um, but I wanted to find out, do you find that, you know, because the psychology of brides and couples is different compared to that of corporates um, – what do you do as venues to make it easier for a couple to work in your venue? So maybe perhaps not what, uh, you know, rules or whatever that you apply to corporates. Is there anything different that, um, that you apply for couples who are working within your venues? 
Look, the rules, I think, with the venues kind of stay the same, mm. you know, whether it's a corporate or a wedding or mm. a birthday party or whatever it might be. But right. I think, uh, especially in, in terms of these emotional days, it's it's best to be a little bit more sensitive towards the client's yeah. needs and wants mm. when it comes to that. It's crazy. And obviously it's try and accommodate them as much as possible, obviously within the, you know, within the boundaries of what you're allowed to do. Mm. Right, right. I think you also plan it a lot further in advance. Generally, hundred percent. So you've met the the bride and groom, mom, mm. mom in law, mm-hmm. sister, bridesmaids, cousins. You've met Entire everybody, <laughs> and sometimes you can't wait to see them, not never see them again. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> but you have that many more meetings with them, so you get so a lot a more lot detail. More. Whereas mm. with corporates, you'll often have a PCO who likes to keep some secrets to themselves, Cells, yeah, so ah. that they can. Announce them on the day right. and, and you factor. get on with it. Right. Correct. Sure. So they've saved the day. Whereas I think with, with wedding coordinators mm. and the venue, mm. we work together to make sure the bride gets 100%. what she's planned. 100%. And then can you bring in your own caterer or like, do you offer the catering for clients? What do you, I think we're working with two different styles of venues. Eh? Yeah, sure. So in our particular case, we do have a range of, I think, three accredited caterers at this stage, mm-hmm. um, all very viable caterers and you know, very you well have to because it's how they leave your kitchen. But that's not to say that you can't bring in your own caterer if, for whatever okay. reason, there is somebody that you want to bring in. We are obviously open to that. Obviously, yeah. we need to make the make sure the, the uh, procedures are in place beforehand. Yeah. I mean, you know, like with with Summer Place, I mean, their biggest their biggest thing for having a preferred supplier list for caterers is the fact that it's how they their kitchen gets left and it's the cleanliness mm. and all of that. So mm. I can completely understand well, where you're exactly coming from. Yeah. The logistics of getting in and out, making sure right. that the kitchen's left in the you know the same way that it is when they found it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah. But it's not only that. You know, um, I, you know, my my career started at venues, and one of the venues I worked at, it was you know people could bring in their own catering, and it very quickly stopped where we started getting preferred caterers, mm-hmm. uh, simply because it's your name that goes out there. You know, when your guests come to the wedding, mm. they don't ask who the caterer is. They say it's Turbine Hall, or, or they say level it's Level yeah. Three. They don't yeah. necessarily go to the. So if something goes wrong with the food, then you know it's your brand now that now. Um, um, carries the name of Absolutely. the Absolutely, the venue is comparable for most of Right, so. right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, and Turbine, you've got your own kind. Yeah. So we, okay. we strongly believe that it's our name on yeah. the food. Right. And one of the main elements of the wedding is not just the four walls. Yeah. So it's the food is... One of our flagships, and we have an award, internationally award-winning team. Yeah, because your food is yeah. damn delicious. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> yeah, because you, you've got the three venues, so it's the forum. Uh, it's the forum group here, eh? Turbine, um, the campus. At the campus, do they also have? Um, yes. Okay, yeah. so yeah. you provide all. We the food. cater in at all of our lights. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, in terms of preferred suppliers, and this is such a sticky issue. I think <laughs> we always upset within, people on this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always a sticky issue. I think within the suppliers in terms of why preferred suppliers are in place and how come certain rules apply to certain suppliers. Do you find that your preferred suppliers enjoy particular benefits? Maybe they get to set up earlier or break down later or perhaps they have access to storerooms or whatever the case is. Why do you have um, preferred suppliers list? Let's talk first off from a supplier's point of view. Why preferred suppliers list instead of a client finding their own people? Uh, I'll start with you, Annie. Well, there's one part that we do allow the client to bring in their own suppliers. Do you? Okay. We do. Okay. Um, we do have a preferred suppliers list because for a lot of people, and particularly with weddings, 
it's the first time they've done this. Right. So they don't know who and where they mm. can get mm. um, decor or mm-hmm. AV mm-hmm. or, in fact, what AV is and mm. how it works and the technical side of things. So we have preferred suppliers lists because there are people that we can also yeah. rely put on. our rely on, yes, yeah. and put our stamp yeah, on. Trustworthy. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, and mm. are you do you charge them a commission or oh, that's quite a hard question. <laughs> yeah. Or generally with, with weddings we yeah. put them in touch with okay, so it's not the suppliers. So, it's so not we, like would, we would charge them a commission to no, be on that. No. Okay. Um so that they know we're not the middleman because mm. You know, a lot can be lost in translation. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oi, you can talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then with level three, what is your take on, um, preferred suppliers list? So we're we're similar. So we, you know, when we send out a a fact sheet to a client who's looking at the venue, there's obviously a list of people in various sort of elements. So the decor, the furniture, the caterers, et cetera, et cetera. And Mm. they, we then put them directly in touch with those particular Mm. suppliers. Again, it's the people that have worked there before. Yeah, um, that you know their quality. Correct. Yes. Also, in, in, you okay. know, in, in our events business as well that we've been working with for a very mm-hmm. long time. Um, so we know them, um, and we know their work. It's mm. very, very trustworthy, mm. and also we mm. we count on them. So right. Tell us a, a little bit because uh, you've got another company. So tell <clears throat> us a little bit about that company. Correct. So Blackjack Events. Has That's been how a, you started. It, hey? it has. Yeah. yeah. Myself and my two business partners who are from school days. I know Dave is quite crazy. He is a little bit crazy. Yeah. Dave's very crazy. Um, we started from school days, um, and we. You know that the company started Blackjack Events. We mm-hmm. wanted to do everybody's 21st birthday parties because Blackjack. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, that slowly faded away when, when we realized everybody had already turned you 21. Went 21. <laughs> <laughs> but we stuck with the, we stuck with the name. Um, and we started off as predominantly a staffing company. Um, right. And okay. then slowly it evolved obviously into doing bars. We then started doing a bit of mm-hmm. furniture. It's amazing how we all evolve so much mm-hmm. in our business. Yeah. You know, it demands I mean, it. Even, <clears throat> it demands yeah. it. Absolutely. And then, you know, that, that business was registered. 2004, so we close to 12 years now. Wow. Awesome. And that, and then again, you know, we we've been looking a long time for a venue and a, yeah. the correct the right space. I'm actually so surprised it's been going for two years. I've, I mean, it, just it, in the it last feels year. Like a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. No, well, the venue, Level sure. 3, I thought it was only about a year old. No, you know, October we launched 2014. Sure, yeah. okay. Mm. Um, and then just back to preferred suppliers, is there particular benefits that your preferred suppliers – now I'm asking, perhaps as a supplier, um, I'm trying to make my client's life easier. Maybe there is a certain benefit that I get when working at the venue, perhaps yeah. it's time, perhaps it's, you know, I don't know what, but is there, a, is there a benefit at either of the venues, um, from being on the preferred suppliers list versus not? So all of our, all of our suppliers who do come into the venue, whether they're preferred or, or outside suppliers, you know, are afforded the same benefits. Right. Or, or, you know, what may be different is that if, for instance, we've done a function the day before or the mm. night before, um, you know, that supplier, for instance, let's say it's the AV guy, he, mm. he might not have to come in again and do an entire new setup because uh, yeah. his gear is already yeah, there, already right, there. Right, et cetera, right. et cetera. Um, you know, and it could be the same for some decor suppliers and some furniture suppliers as mm. well. Um, otherwise, most suppliers have to fit in with the, you know, the general schedule. Sort of yeah. regulations and schedule that yeah. we provide them with. And I think in, in terms of um, these, the urban venues that we're talking about that you've got, mm. I know for a fact, I mean, 
mean, I love turbine hall, but oh my god, it's it's hectic. Um, it's, it's logistically, big yeah, it's it's a big it's setup. Big setups, yes. Um, especially if we're doing the ceremony, um, uh, with the in the glass at the area top, yeah. at the top, and then you're moving stuff and you're up and down. I don't know what it is, but you are that much more tired it's at an urban venue yeah. as opposed to a, a, a like a traditional wedding venue. When you drive your backy onto the grass, I know, and straight into the main hall. I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah. like you literally like at the door, and you can. Put I am draining this weekend. I'm like shit. I'm gonna make sure I put my step count on, and I'm gonna go up and down those stairs. <laughs> What's three flats, eh? Three flights of stairs, yeah. Fabulous. I'm gonna definitely a workout. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a workout. Um, in terms of um advising, let's say your your couples, what do you think is the best piece of advice you could give a couple who does not have a planner, you know, first time around, knows nothing about nothing? What would be your best piece of advice um in terms of venue choosing? Um, we can start with you, Simon. For venue choosing, well, look, I, I suppose it depends on the couple themselves, but um, I, you know, I would I would advise people to step out of the you know the the usual yeah. garden variety weddings. Mm. I'm going to keep on using that word. <laughs> yeah, there's no other word. It's the really. best one I could come up with at such short notice. Um, but you know, try something different. You know, mm. parties and 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 weddings and events in general are all really about the same thing, and it's bringing people together, mm. especially at weddings. Um, and the experience, and ex- exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and putting together everything and packaging it for a client is is it all happens generally in in, in much the same way. It's just that if you're going to step out of your comfort zone and have it somewhere different, yeah, yeah, hundred you know? percent. Um, I must agree with you. I I do find that your urban venues, um, the party is livelier. The experience yeah. is more appreciated yeah. than I feel. A lot of detail gets lost at the you know tradi- and I mean the 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 venues are beautiful, but mm. I do feel like detail gets lost and Mm. I feel like people are already expecting certain things so they don't Mm. take into consideration anything that's happening. And it's the driving as well. I think a lot of people when they know they're going to a a venue close by or close in in the city then they'll get in an Uber and then off they go. And then when, when it's all done, you've only got, you know, not so far to go. Yeah, yeah. it's not so expensive. I mean, 100%. you think about it in, in Mulder's Drift, when you request an Uber or something, it takes forever to get there. To get yeah. there. And the cost as well involved. Yeah, I always say the further away the, the, the venue is, mm. the more expensive it becomes for your guests mm. because, you know, now they need to consider accommodation Correct. and, and, and then there's yeah. a whole lot of other things. Annie, what would your piece of advice be? Advice be? I think it's, People have to tell you what their priorities are. Yeah. So mm. if the priority is the dress or the booze mm. or the party mm. or the food or that will help them decide on a venue. Right. So it's often Pinterest has changed our wedding world. Oh, and I don't know somebody whether it's comes a with a mood or board. <laughs> Thank you, Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. like uh, or not. now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think you can tell from from somebody's wedding board right. as to where they want to be but yeah. if like you say you've got a vibey couple who mm. are ready to celebrate right then we fit the mark 100 percent. um do you think it's harder to plan at an urban venue versus the typical venues do you think uh would you advise your clients to maybe maybe look into a planner or whatever and i mean i know you have venue coordinators who are great at what they do but i'm talking about the actual planning beforehand yeah. do you think it's harder at a at an urban venue you can venue? answer <laughs> 
I think it's just about stood up there. We should, should refer to Kelly on this one. Yeah. yeah. It's it, definitely it. not harder okay. in an urban venue. Mm. Um, I think it depends on the venue itself and who is helping. Whether they're mm. going to assist you and, mm. and be there. Mm. Mm. However, I definitely think they should have a wedding coordinator right. wherever you're getting married. At urban least if it's or garden. just on the day. I think that's a big thing um, for on the day. I think when it comes to, especially when they're, like you think about it, both venues, you're sitting where they can't really, ha- there's not really anywhere that they can get ready. Correct. And they forget I need to organize a room. I need to, the the actual time that it takes to get from the place that they're getting married or where they're getting ready to the venue, to the, uh, you know, how they're going to get between the church and the yeah. venue and all we, of that, yeah, you know, so it's just the logistics around that. I think you definitely need an on the day coordinator. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Particularly, as you say, if they're not getting married at having the ceremony at on the site. venue, yeah. Yeah. because if we can take it from feeding and drinking, people, right, right. but, but you don't and do the is, physical flower yeah. and decor setups yeah. and all of that. And, so. this, and this is what I always say to clients that, um, People think that like planners are like against venues or like we're trying to work independently from or whatever. It's a team effort. Like we could never do it without the venue's yeah, help correct. and the venue's yeah. support or whatever the case is. But, you know, I agree with what Annie's saying in terms of detailing, even the planning up beforehand, you know, to have an expert with you at particular mm. meetings to advise you mm. and say, you know, I think yes. this is going to work better for what you are looking for and what you are pri- prioritizing. You're scheduling on the day, like Cardi's saying, you know, we, I mean, we look down to which route is best which route is quicker yeah. <laughs> for you to move from there to here and are we going to convoy and how are we going to lead the you know all of that stuff people right. just don't consider and drinks between um between yeah. the ceremony while they're having photos yeah Correct. like yeah. they're thirsty they yeah. want to drink I'm perhaps like, even like bud course packs yeah. you know if it's like that far away or whatever the case is. but simon what's your opinion i agree 100 percent. Mm. i think you know there's a lot of um Different differences between sort of normal events or day-to-day events as, mm. as opposed to weddings. Mm. There's a lot of things that are a little bit more personal, mm. and I think very a, emotional. And it's very yeah. emotional, <laughs> <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially dealing with brides and <laughs> mothers of a bride, etc. Oh et my gosh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and having said that, I think that wedding specialists and venues. You know, should be working together yeah. all the time because right. we obviously want those wedding specialists to be bringing right. you know, the clients back yeah. to our venue as well. And, and I mean, make it as uh, easy as possible for them to. Yeah, come I know uh, that that client that came in this morning. Um, they they're looking for a venue and they don't want to go out into the into the Muldersdrift Mall mm-hmm. and they want to have an urban venue. I did recommend Turbine Hall, Thank but they were sorry, <laughs> but they were a bit scared of the city. So I was like, okay, let's try this and yeah, that. And a, then, yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's, stigma. You know, so we also try where we can to to. Advise and mm. in, in where to go, hundred um, percent. Because we want to work at these interesting uh, venues. We do get bored of um, of garden. Like oh my god, you know, all clients are practically everyone's doing blush pink in the garden right yeah. now. Like, you know, when somebody says to me urban, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, my new best friend. Let, let's work together. Do you guys do weddings? Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you have a garden? No. No. Fabulous. But we have, Sorry, a, but we have a view. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, when do you think is the best time for somebody to book their venue? Like. Like now they've, you know, I got engaged this past weekend. What do you think in terms of timeframes? Um, when should they be booking their venues? Well, I think the benefit with venues like ours is that they are predominantly corporate bookings. Yeah. So you are not going to go somewhere a year and a half before and they tell you the dates that they've got available. Yes, yes. A lot of our bookings are at Generally. most six months in oh, advance really? unless they are 
multi-day convex type things. Right. So you you are more likely to get a weekend date right. in a venue like ours because yeah. we don't do yeah, a lot of them. Because the corporates yeah. are Monday to Friday. Oh, and that's what I always say. Like, you know, with the African clients, we always like short notice. So the yeah. minute I get them, like, I'm like, okay, we're going to look city side. <laughs> we're bound to find something, Simon. Yeah. Premium and corporate days are on your Thursdays and Friday nights, sometimes Wednesdays. Yeah. Hardly any of them are doing things on Saturdays. Oh, really? Um, so and that's not to say that they aren't, but hardly yeah, any of them hardly. are doing I'm sure it starts to get busy now with uh, your in functions and things like that now, huh? Absolutely, yeah. 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 The corporate's always late with booking, though, so you know they tend to come in at the last minute or three. So yeah. ideally, you want more weddings. When so somebody's that <laughs> you're in advance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it also depends on the time of the year that you want your wedding as well. So yeah. you know, if you're going to have it in January or February, there's obviously a lot more date range available to right, you than there right. is yeah. from October to December. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you find that because you do deal with corporates, do you guys have like the seasonal thing where winter is a bit slower than or do you find that you're kind of constant? Well, we were actually just discussing yeah. it earlier. It's, it's been a strange year because I, traditionally, you know, we're busier during our silly season, which is October, November, no. December, uh-huh. um, and a, generally a little bit quieter during the beginning of the and, and also during winter as well. But this year seems to have you know, gone the other way. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So we've been busier in the months that we traditionally haven't been in and quieter. so on and so forth. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. What are excuse me hidden costs? Uh, not hidden costs or costs that maybe aren't spoken about a lot when booking venues. Like, co- what do you find your clients are mostly surprised by when yeah. they get their it's quotation and they're like, yeah. oh, I thought this was maybe included in the yeah. venue hire or whatever. What do you find are, are common surprises? Perhaps? We tell people what's included in the venue hire, but I would say one of the biggest things is the bar bill. Mm. So you may put in a provision for a bar at a certain amount, but people forget how much a drink costs. Yes. So yes. they think, well, I've put 40,000 down. Uh. That'll last us all night. And it doesn't. It doesn't that go very shocks far. people. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't go very far. Um, Simon? Yes, the bar will just definitely at the end. Um, you know, our post functions. So yes. So we've got the final account in the bar. And also um, they were very, they're very like, oh, just let it go on the night because yeah. all the booze is inside. Yeah. And it's like, yes, Make sure you sign. Yeah, I would say the booze will. And then obviously when people are looking to, you know, book a venue, they, they ask you, you know, what the venue hire price is. Mm. And then they say to you, well, what's included with that? So then, yeah. you know, we've got very comprehensive fact sheets and lists right. of what does actually come what's on the day. What's included and what's excluded. And then what doesn't? Yeah. So yeah. We, we try and, you know, make it very clear what, what is included and what is excluded. And I think that's very, di- it's with the two, you're sitting with two different venue, venues mm. in Tombi, like, uh, level three doesn't do the catering. So when it comes and your turbine holds doing the catering, yeah. then the waiters and all of that yeah. come into play. But now when then, when you're not doing the catering, you're looking at extra costs on waiters and all of that. Yep. Furniture and whatever else. So it's just, you've really got to do as a bride or as do a couple, you've really got to do your research. Yeah. And I think, like Simon's saying, we will have a list of what, inclu- what is included, included and what's not. Right. And a lot of venues will tell you what's included and but not, not say what's not. 100%. So if, yeah. I, if I had advice for a bride, it would be find out what's not. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I always say, um, I don't know why venues try to con people because I always have, you know, a client that's frustrated and they say, you know, they didn't say and now they're saying that it's not included or whatever. And I'm just like, I just wish everyone was, you know, as honest as the two of you. In terms of open bar, right? I've got a hundred guests that I have at my wedding or whatever the case is. What do you recommend realistically? Um, perhaps I want my clients to pay for their spirits um, and like your Red Bulls and stuff, but everything else I'm happy to foot the bill for. What is a realistic uh, cost per guest attending for an open bar, do you think? 
Well, we, we, we kind of offer three different versions of a bar. So the one is just having a beer, wine, and soft drinks bar available. The second is obviously having a full local bar, which is spirits. And then the third one is a, a full premium bar, mm. um, which in, involves um, Johnny Black as opposed to Bells right, and Jameson, right. mm. you know, as opposed to something else. Um, so what we do is on a on a full local bar, which just includes your local beer, wine, soft drinks, and spirits as well, we advise mm. on about 150 rand a head, okay. which is usually – the worst when you case go out, yeah. I mean, you spend more than and 150 rand a head course, when you go. Yeah. So that's sure. actually quite. But I think, as we discussed earlier, you know, you can kind of also get a good idea from the clients, in, you know, in the meet up, the meetings leading up to the mm. actual wedding as well. And, you know, we had one the other day that said, "Do you want to put a tab on the bar? Is there anything that's going to be bought at for cash at the bar, shooters, mm. and like that?" Yeah. I don't want anyone to be able to pull out their wallets the entire evening. Sure. Right. Um, so for that, in that instance, we had to stick the. You know the the kind of um, limit up, or right. the, the estimate rather, right. at about two hundred rand a head to yeah. obviously incorporate everything, sure. so sure. that they don't get a big surprise yeah. at the end of the night. You know, Hundred so. percent. Yeah, yeah, I always say. You know, I always say to my um, my clients, your your guests are probably going to be their thirstiest on arrival, and yeah. then as the night goes on, yeah, it, it's going to slow down a little bit. But I always say, average about a drink and a half per hour per person. And for weddings, they're there for many hours, hours. many, it's not like, like ten hours. Do you know, yeah. I, I I don't. Sometimes when we're just doing flowers and decor and we do the setup and then we go home and then I, it's like if we have to clear that night, I actually sit there and we like watch TV, we have a movie, we do this, we do yeah. that. And I think, geez, I can guess still working. Being, still <laughs> yeah. It's a long, long it's a time. It's a very long yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to help people out. Mm. And <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I yeah. more than you should. Depends, <laughs> it also depends on, I suppose, the, the type of brands that you're going to have there. Like if you, yes. want some, if you want something on arrival, like a fancy champagne or an MCC. Yeah. Or something mm. like that. You know, everything starts adding up. Hundred relevant. Hundred percent. It was so lovely. We're out of time. Um, I'm just looking at the time. We've actually gone over a little bit. <laughs> it's a fabulous interview. But thank you so much. The reason why I brought you in is because you are one of my two favorite city venues. Yay. Yeah. So Yay. thank you so yeah. so much for having. Oh, thank you for having that. us. <laughs> for having, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you so much for coming in, and I'm looking forward to working at the venue this week. Thank weekend. you for having us, and thank yeah. you to your listeners as well. Fabulous. Can um, our listeners find you guys on social? media where, when, where can they see level 3 for example absolutely the easiest way is obviously to go straight to our website it's right. www.level3.co.za and that's the word not the letters okay um, or you can get hold of us um, our wedding um, coordinator at the venue Okay. The venue coordinator, mm-hmm. rather, is Jessica, and that's 011-463-1899. And I'm going to post lots of photos this weekend. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And you tell us about Turbine Hall. Where can they find pictures of Turbine Hall, etc.? The the easiest, again, is the website, all the Ws, theforumcompany.co.uk. Okay. If you put in Turbine Hall into Google, you'll come up with it. plenty of things that tell you where to go and who to speak to. Fabulous. Thanks so much for joining us. Keep up with the conversation with Wedding Central on social media. Find us on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter at Wedding Central underscore SA. Thanks so much. Cliffcentral.com.